Hey, welcome to On the Nose. This week we get caught up with Tyler Holmes. Technically it's going to be this week and next week because there's a part one and part two. Uh, we talk about kind of everything, including our plans for the year and some health stuff and just everything. I hope you'll stick around and hang out with us. And if there's ever anything that you want me to talk about or questions you have for guests, because I'm more than happy to have people come back, you can always email me at onlenose at lee.com. That's onlenose at l-e-i-g-h-e dot com. Unfortunately, because I'm not hosting through Spotify, if people leave comments on my Spotify episodes, I don't get them. I can't get access to them. So I've had a few and I have no idea what they said. Um, you need to email or comment on the YouTube videos um, or, yeah, but um, email will get to me instantly and comments on YouTube, same idea. So either way, I am very easy to reach. And I hope that everybody has been having a good week. And I hope that this upcoming weekend will be relaxing, refreshing, interesting, fun, titillating, whatever it is that you want from your weekend. I hope that you get it. I'm having a, I'm having a hot flash. Oh, no. I've just been like the last couple of days, like every time I get warm, I can't like unwarm. Ugh. I've read that can be a thing with the gallbladders too. Mine was getting really bad and they got a lot better after that. And then just when I'm having like the gastroparesis is really bad, then I get hot flashes still, but they're not as bad anymore. They need to take that thing out of you. Yeah. They need to respond to the test. I haven't fucking heard anything like at all. It's been a while too. I mean, I get we had holidays, but they could have at minimum been like, "We're out for the holidays. We'll we'll catch up with you on the first or something," but nothing. Like, and I've emailed twice, and they have like their response policies like forty eight hours. So the fact that like if it takes a week, you're supposed to complain. Yeah, I complain. <laughs> I didn't bring all of my drinks over today. <laughs> I, uh, my friend was like, you should try prune juice and coffee. I've heard it's really good. Well, I don't really like fruit juice because it's too sweet for me. And, um, now my coffee is, it, it's too not sweet. a bad flavor. It's almost chocolatey. It's, mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's what makes Guinness taste chocolatey is the, the prune juice. I so, did not know that. Yeah. So like in Ireland, if you, if you're like constipated or whatever, they're like, go have a Guinness cause it'll make <laughs> you poop. But, um, the, but it's too sweet for me. So like, that's why every time I t take a drink, but I don't want to waste the coffee or the prune juice. So I'm just going to drink it. And I feel like I'd be going, running to the bathroom if I was drinking that. <laughs> yeah. Coffee doesn't have that effect on my gut and prune juice is like, takes about 12 hours. Okay. So. yeah uh coffee does have that effect on my gut so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping that it means like after my gallbladder's out that I can I can still have coffee because I know some people can't do caffeine after they have their gallbladder out but my gut's pretty like 
it's slow and lazy and non-responsive to most things. So I feel like I'll probably be okay. Yeah, I am fine. I do go, like, it does have more of that effect on me now after my gallbladder. So I kind of, I I don't hate it because then I know like, okay, I'm going to clean myself out now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It would be nice to have, like, I read a study that said that women specifically report having slightly better um, or more regular bowel movements after they have their gallbladder removed. So I was like, okay. Couldn't be the worst thing. (laughs) Yeah. It's my gut. So lazy. Lazy gut. I look like I'm wearing makeup because I'm all shiny. I'm just pink. My, my, uh, my collarbones are starting to show again. I've lost, I think I've lost like 15 pounds now. Wow. That's, that's rough. I mean, I know that it's, you're not unhealthy losing 15 pounds, but that's a lot to lose in that amount of time though. Yeah. It's been like six weeks or something. And I mean, I've been trying really hard to keep like healthy food in, mm-hmm. um, even though I know it might be like making my symptoms worse, but I only eat like, uh, I think I mentioned I eat like um, a quarter to a half a cup of oatmeal. And then I have qu- like a half a cup of quinoa mixed with like chicken and a vegetable. And that's all I can literally, if I eat more than that, it causes an, um, an increase in my symptoms versus it just kind of staying the same. So for, I found for me that if I eat mashed potatoes, it helps. me. <laughs> <laughs> I should I try think, that. I think it absorbs the extra stomach acid or something. And then yeah well that was that was part of the reason why I was eating like the oatmeal and the quinoa besides the fact that stuff I eat anyways um it's because the fiber helps absorb like the bile Mm -hmm. um so I was like well if I'm having too much bile come out maybe that will help and and like I am not liquidizing my insides as much so it does seem to be helping with that a little bit but I don't know good so I said I set it to just record and then I'm just gonna do like an intro like later and like attach it just just FYI perfect yeah and if like the beginning doesn't work I'll just cut it out or whatever but just in case you're wondering I'm gonna try that see how it goes and (laughs) so happy happy new year happy new year and welcome Um, back to my podcast I'm so excited to be back and I'm so excited (laughs) to see you it's been too long we've both been so sick (laughs) I know. I was like, I kept thinking about being like, maybe we should just call and like have do a Facebook call, yeah. not record it. And, and then it was just, I'm so tired that I like, I'll think about it. And then I'm like, oh, I got to take a nap. Like I literally like when my body says it's time to nap, I like I was at, at my friend's house and I, um, we went out and did something. And then I was like, I don't, I don't feel good. And literally got to his house, curled up on the couch and just went to sleep. I didn't say a word. I was just like out for an hour and then I felt better. You know, it's like my body right now is like, I'm working hard. I'm going to sleep. Yeah. I'm like, even when you're asleep, it's working. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like two naps a day plus broken sleep at night. And that's the hard thing. It's like during the day, I'm so tired. And then at night I can't sleep. And it's this pattern. I mean, last night though, I think I went laid down at like nine <laughs> and then Liam woke me up at 10 30 and was like you can't just be asleep on here <laughs> so I got up and I played a game with him at like 10 30 until 11 I was like okay it's New York New Year's I can go to bed <laughs> yeah 
I went to bed at like 10 to midnight. I was like, whatever. I watched my British crime dramas. I played, I played, I taught my son how to play Yahtzee earlier in the day. Plus we tried a game that he got for Christmas. We discovered it's not fun when there's only three people because you're basically always ganging up on somebody. Yeah. Um, so I was like, yeah, I already, I'm going to sleep. So I started hearing the fireworks just as I like conked out. I actually like pass out at night. I can like sleep, take a nap get up and then go to bed and sleep like that's how tired I am but the symptoms wake me up yeah like every day at the same time of however long I've been in bed so if I went to bed at 11 they would wake me up at at like 4 30 or 5 if I go to bed at midnight they wake me up at like 6 or whatever it's like something about laying down and the amount makes of time it... you're laying down yeah laying down is horrible for me too uh my gastroparesis is acting up again so I slept with two pillows and this guy behind me. Oh, and and this one behind me. So I'd like stay <laughs> up last night because I kept waking yeah. up choking. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I I uh, I did sleep in a chair for about a month, and then um, I'm now back to laying down just because like the chair helped a little bit, but mm. I still had a lot of pressure on my backside, so it was still causing issues, and then it it was causing like blood to like in my butt so then it was like giving me hemorrhoids and I was like well oh, that's, that's not that's not helpful so as soon as I was able to lay down a bed again I started doing that and um sorry for people that are freaked out by the word hemorrhoid but you know it happens to almost everybody because we all live very sedentary lifestyles and don't eat enough fiber we so. sit in the car for way too long <laughs> yeah <laughs> well so you either sit too long or you stand too long both of those things would get you plus not eating enough fiber knock on wood but I've actually never had hemorrhoids I thought I did when I was pregnant and they checked me and they're like nope <laughs> that's not that's what's good. going on <laughs> and I'm lucky. like what's going on then <laughs> uh but I yeah I don't know and I'm shocked I'm shocked that I have not I probably will having being in a wheelchair part-time and like <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean they're like there's different kinds and like some are worse than others and easier to manage but like yeah um I because I had congestion syndrome and I didn't know that and that was actually what was causing mine and when I got treatment for that they got a lot better but they never once you've stretched the tissue out they never fully go away so they're there but for the most part I don't have issues with them anymore since it, since my hysterectomy but like, I mean, I went through like years, I even got surgery for them because they were so bad. And it ends up that if I had just been diagnosed with the congestion syndrome, I wouldn't have had to go through that surgery. And of course I went through the surgery and had like every complication you can imagine, including severe blood loss, where I had to be in the hospital for two days and stuff like that. So it was like completely traumatic and um, like, yeah. And I literally like later when I learned about congestion syndrome, it ends up like all the symptoms I was complaining to them about, they're not even hemorrhoid symptoms or congestion syndrome syndromes, and they uh, symptoms. And they were just like, they're just like, yeah, we can cut you open. Usually, <laughs> unless it's something you really, really want them to do. <laughs> <laughs> they just, they didn't even listen to what I was saying. You know, they just, they were just happy to cut. That's ridiculous. I was... Yeah, I'm hoping because my surgeon, I haven't talked to the actual surgeon I'm meeting with on the 17th, but I talked to their nurse and it sounds like they're going to push for the surgery I want, but they don't know if my insurance is going to cover it. But I have a bunch of, so from the biopsy, 
I can feel a scar all the way across, like on the mm-hmm. inside. And it's like pulling on my nip and it oh. hurts so bad. Like the pain from the actual biopsy went away, but that pain now it's like pulling on it. And oh, that sounds awful. So I don't know if it's the EDS causing the scar tissue to be like that or what's going on. Cause usually it doesn't scar like yeah. that. <laughs> Very possible. I know I have scar tissue in my leg from where I broke, broke it. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's, it's not as bad now, but when I was younger and it was really bad, like it would cause my calf muscle to just oh. walk and it would, I couldn't walk for a few days. And I started getting it like, um, worked out with a physical therapist where they would go in and try to break it up, which is incredibly painful, but it would help. And occasionally though, I can feel it. Like my calf will really bother me and I'll be like pesky scar tissue. I hate you. <laughs> leave me be so how's your how's your wrist my wrist is better so the pain is better um I never had to put a hard cast on thankfully I still have the soft one here and they told me to wear it at night because that's when you bend which I already wear stuff for my carpal tunnel at night yeah Uh, but I wear that one so that my thumb can't move at night but my fingers are numb like it's asleep like I could feel but it's like it just fell asleep and I that think it, yeah. I think it's swollen, like for, from my carpal tunnel, from what happened and it might've made yeah. that worse. <laughs> so where did you, where did you break it? Right here. Um, so it's right above the thumb. Um, so when it doesn't hurt anymore when I move my thumb, but I wasn't able to move my thumb for a couple weeks, but yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's feeling better. It doesn't hurt. So that's good. <laughs> yeah. Does the numbness get better if you like ice or take it take the inflammation down or it does for a little bit when I ice it. Um, but usually it's when I'm driving that it goes numb. It's as soon as my arms are up at all, ah. when it's down like this, I'll, it'll come back. <laughs> yeah. So. Any, for me, like anywhere, if I have my arms like forward, that causes my shoulders to ro- rotate forward, I get like nerve burning nerve pain down my arms. Mm-hmm. I've had that since like 2005 and it's, um, apparently from my neck from the because I was hit by a car and my neck got jacked up and so I have like the stenosis and all that but all of these years every doctor I saw said no your your neck couldn't cause that pain and then when I saw the like the neurosurgeon last year he's like well do your arms hurt (laughs) and I was like yes (laughs) oh I love it I love when they just don't know like my doctors they all know I have EDS and continued to give me those medications that make it worse (laughs) yeah yeah I didn't I didn't know I had EDS the last time I took Cipro but now now like I would be like uh can we find another one unfortunately Cipro is like the one that I tolerate the best like it doesn't give me nausea and like I'm not allergic to it like you know like doxycycline is another one that I'm not allergic to but it makes me I have to take an anti-nausea medication with it yep and then I I can't take um what's the the anti-nausea medication that is Zofran yeah I can't take Zofran because it causes impaction so if I was going to take Zofran I would have to take it with like a stool softener so then it's like I'm taking like yeah a suitcase of medication so then I take it with Phenergan instead um which is like an old school um antihistamine and it causes sedation so when I had to take doxycycline I had to take it for like a month for something I um I just slept 
Like, I would I get like, I had yeah. to take it for a month too when I got Lyme disease. Yeah, I had, um, I had gotten uh, pneumonia from somebody on an airplane and that's what triggered my chronic fatigue syndrome. And it's the type of pneumonia that can hide in the cells in your lungs Oh my and gosh. it can be very, and you, the, the regimen is actually six months to a year on the antibiotic to treat it. But like, I couldn't get past. I, I, oh, it was terrible. Yeah. I was, I was working at caribou back then. I was working seven days a week taking that. And I felt horrible. Mm-hmm. It almost felt like when I was pregnant with Evelyn, which I was so sick when I was pregnant with her and I, it was very similar. And I'm like, and I'm not even going to have a baby at the end of this. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, I but, I, uh, yeah. I was working at the same time and I kept like being like, oh, I'm going to work from home. And I would like call into meetings and stuff and then just be like, oh, you know, like the only thing that kind of helped the nausea is if I ate a um an entire muffin from Costco, except that that was when my gastroparesis was really, really bad. So I literally could only eat like a small piece at a time. And so I was like choking down and my esophagus wasn't working right. So I was like mm-hmm. choking down this food to try to like, you know, it was, our bodies are so fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it, what really sucked is, so they put me on that three separate times for a month and then they would have me off of it for two or three months, test me again for, um, for Lyme and then put me on it for another month. Cause I tested positive still for having it. And I had to do that three separate times. And then they were going to do it a fourth, the fourth time. And I'm like, I'm not again, never again. <laughs> no, <Yeah>. thank you. <laughs> I'd rather have the Lyme disease. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I have chronic Lyme. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, and I feel like the Lyme, when I was able to be really active, it didn't really affect me at all, but it did make the EDS and the POTS worse and the MCAS worse. And now that I'm not as active, I feel like the Lyme is now getting worse. So it's making the other things even worse. <laughs> and I'm just yeah. in this cycle of um, flare-ups from all of them. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, hopefully like you can get the surgery and, and like just take that stress from your body once you're yeah. able to heal. Because just having that chronic infection has got to be like kicking your immune system's ass. Yeah. And now the infection's spreading because when they did the biopsy, there was like a sack or that my body had created around where the infection was. So it was pretty contained just in that area. And then they punctured through it when they did the, um, the biopsy. And so then I had, um, a worse infection, had to take another antibiotic. (laughs) I don't even understand why this isn't like considered an emergency situation because, you know, like if it got bad enough, you could get sepsis or something, you know, it's pretty serious. And I don't get fevers as easily as other people. And so they get really concerned because they'll say that there's nothing wrong with me because I don't have a fever, but I don't usually get them. So I mean, my body runs really cold. So if I'm at 99, I actually have a pretty bad fever. I'm the same way. I'm usually like in the 96 to 97 range. And so when I, when it's 99, I'm feeling miserable. (laughs) Did you know that they, um, they actually think that we're supposed to be like around like 97 or so. And they think that like during the period of time in which we like came up with a normal temperature was when people were just being exposed to so much more (laughs) crap and stuff. And so people just had higher temperatures. And so now there's like this sort of like area of study where they're like, is this the norm or, 
you know, it's it's an interesting, uh, interesting thought that our norm could be actually wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we're still being exposed to a lot of stuff. So it could be that some people's temperatures are higher because they are fighting off all these things. And then us who our bodies are not trying to fight. It off. Yeah. I know my body's lazy. <laughs> I like, I was like reading a thing about like MCAS and how like if you have like really bad fatigue and stuff, but you get exposed to something and your immune system actually gets triggered, all of a sudden you have more energy because, you know, your bot, your immune system just isn't fighting what's going on in your body. And so once the immune system gets triggered, it, it actually makes everything better for a while. And I'm just like, great. <laughs> all right. Bring on the colds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ugh, like the no. not really bad ones though the just a little yeah. sniffly but you can still breathe <laughs> yeah the last mild cold that I got took me three weeks to kick it it takes so long I like the kids will get something they'll give it to me of course and theirs is gone in like a day or two and I'm four weeks later still <laughs> yeah uh, going through I like I probably have given Kleenex I don't know how much money <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. sleeping with toilet paper up my nose <laughs> God, I hate that I turn into it well, I don't really turn into a baby but I feel like a baby when I like get sick because I don't really externalize the babiness but on the inside of my head I'm like <laughs> I hate uh, it yeah I used to be better about it when the kids were younger and I had to be and now that they're older it can take care of me <laughs> I'm yeah. just like can you bring me my soup <laughs> I also had to learn how to be sick because I was not raised uh, to be allowed mm -hmm. to be sick. Like I'd basically get punished, you know? So, um, and my mom would not believe that I was actually sick. So it wasn't like, you know, like I see these memes where they're like being sick in the eighties is like seven up and like watching TV stuff. And I was like, oh no, I wasn't allowed, you know, because my mom didn't want me to be, if I was faking it to, to be allowed mm -hmm. to enjoy my day. So, yeah. um, so I remember just the only time, like she really like, you know, believe me is if I was actively like throwing up and, you know, she still, she was kind of inconvenienced, but, and oh, I would mine, just end up I'm convinced. I just chewed up food and spit it in the toilet. Yeah. Yeah. But well, I, I used really to do that when up. I didn't like food. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> well, just like I'd chipmunk it and then like, you know, uh, hoping I would get away with it but like uh, yeah I used to sleep on the floor if I was nauseous by the toilet because I would I when I was little I throw up in my in my sleep um, and I would get in trouble for that so uh, I learned to like lay on the floor and it never dawned on me that I could like throw up in a bowl or a garbage can until I was an adult and I drank too much and my friend was like well here's a garbage can I was like Cause I was going to go lay on the floor and they're like, and I was like, what? I could be comfortable and sick. What? <laughs> That's, oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I remember getting in trouble for throwing up, uh, for my stepmom. Uh, I got up in the middle of the night and was walking towards the bathroom and threw up. And she's like, you knew that you would be able to get there in time. You should have left your bed earlier. And I'm like, are yeah. you kidding me? She, <laughs> she also would sniff me when I got out of the shower to make sure I used soap. So, you know, she's a winner. Yeah. 
my my mom would touch the dishes and make sure that I was using like hot water when I was rinsing them, except that like by the time she'd get in there and I was so slow at washing dishes because I had like a whole game and the spoons were families and all this stuff, I they would be it. cold. <laughs> yeah. families. So I would get like get in trouble for not using the hot water, but like the dishes were cold because I'd been in there for an hour. Like <laughs> they'd also fill the top of the TV to see if it was warm when they got home from work to make sure I wasn't using it. Oh my gosh. That sounds like my stepmom. Uh, she also, oh, I remember this one time she also, she sniffed me and told me I didn't smell like soap and I had definitely used soap. And she goes in there and she goes, why is the bottle? The soap is all at the bottom. You didn't use it. And I was like, it's clear. It's a clear bottle. And I was like, I used it. And then I stayed in the shower for, and like, I'd put the, I'd put the shampoo in and wash my body. And then I'd use the conditioner and she gets so mad at me for doing that. <laughs> or I'd wash my body while the conditioner was like soaking in my hair. That's what it was. That's and efficient. so, yeah, it is efficient. And, so and then you moisturize like, your body after. <laughs> yeah. So it'd be like 10 minutes from the time that I put it in my hand to the time that I like got out and then got dry and like everything got dressed. And, and so she went and looked at it. And so she like turned it over and then I like timed it. And this was the first time, only time I ever talked back to her. So I waited and it was like 10 minutes later. Cause she was like, see, it doesn't just go down to the bottom. So I waited 10 minutes. And I'm like, look at it now. <laughs> <laughs> That's I, that attitude that like that sense of injustice, I, it didn't matter if I was going to get like hit. I, I had always had to like I would be like, this is not fair because of this. And I would like be backing up as they're coming at me, but I would still be yelling at them, you know, like, and I never like lost that, like, you know, um, yeah. fire or whatever to like stand up. Even It was just like, I was like, eh, pain, whatever, you know, I got to yeah. say what I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> I got used to the spankings. That was fine. Yeah. My stepmom didn't, wasn't physical. Only my mom was, but it uh yeah my dad and stepmom didn't believe in spanking but my mom and stepdad sure did <laughs> and yeah. I was with them a lot more <laughs> it was the opposite for me like at my dad's house uh, my stepmom didn't do spanking but at my mom's house they did and mm -hmm. but my dad did do spanking when I was really little and he would use a belt and I refused to talk to him or visit him after he hit me for something that I didn't even do. Like he hit me several times with a belt. And um, after that, I wouldn't visit him. And I was like five or something. And I was just like, fuck that guy, you know? And yeah. um, after that, he didn't, he didn't ever do that again. But I think my stepmom probably, cause they had just, they hadn't been together very long when that happened. And I think like, she might've like been like, yeah, don't do that again. You know? Yeah. I don't spank my kids, but uh and then people are like well maybe that's why liam gets in trouble <laughs> <laughs> no the studies have shown that if you hit your kids it makes it worse he's not <laughs> physically violent he just trespasses and goes to cool places that you're not supposed to go like a teenager does but yep uh and then steals well yeah. used to steal that hasn't done that in a long time but um in middle school or yeah he's in high school now but in middle school he would steal things and I think he's grown out of that <laughs> hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> it's getting close to the adult the adult uh being tried as an adult age so yeah yeah and the funny thing is we have court 
the 8th of this month, I think, for a theft that he had two years ago. That's like, the one that, that he had, gonna... like, the probation or whatever, and then the probation got, like, because uh, this of the is... other thing, or is it something so, else? Yes, yes. So the probation, um, so it was, he had a stay of adjudication, and then if he got in trouble again, then all the stuff charges would come back so he got in trouble again but it was actually before the probation that this event even happened i'm like you if you would have told them about this it would have just been part of that probation (laughs) (laughs) um and then he had the trespassing charges after that but um but yeah the trespassing charges are so bogus in my opinion And let me tell you an injustice of these trespassing charges, not towards him. There is a lot of kids with these same trespassing charges because it's the bike shop in town that has cameras everywhere. And kids like to climb up on the roof and look at the lights and like just hang out on top of the roof because the roofs are flat. So um, a lot of kids got in trouble. Like they, they gave over the footage uh, from their cameras after they put them up and the police found all the children because it's a small town uh, that had gone up there. One child out of, I think it's over 20 children that have charges for trespassing has attempted burglary. Didn't do anything different. Anything. Guess what color their skin is? Not white. Not white. And <laughs> he's the only not white one or white passing one because Liam's not white either, but only one and has attempted burglary char- burglary charges and the rest all just have trespassing. Such bullshit. And the same attorney, I think, has all the children um, for this case and all their cases and is fighting that one really hard because they're like, I know what you did, like what you charged the other kids with. And <laughs> yeah, it shouldn't be too hard to like show the pattern and be like, why isn't this kid getting charged the same as, you know? Yeah, I think he's trying, that the attorney's trying to counter sue for racism um, or prejudice. I forget what the what they're charging for, but um, but trying to counter sue the shop, and I I'll stand behind them. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean they they really just like the kids should all get like smacks on their hands, and the, and 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 if if the business really doesn't like it, they can put up a little fence on their roof. They put up razor wire. Oh, which I don't, I don't think is even legal, but they put up razor wire. This is in Texas. No, this is in, in Marshall. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, but this Texas, it probably is legal, but (laughs) I tried to see, I, I saw conflicting things, but I don't think it's legal to put that on your roof. Yeah. (laughs) But but yeah, they, the, I don't even know how the kids were getting up there. (laughs) Yeah. It's really, it's really high up. I don't know if they were bringing a ladder or what they were doing, but just a bunch of monkeys. <laughs> and the funny thing is they're not only climbing up on the bike shop because it's a bunch of businesses attached to each other on Main Street. And they're climbing up from the bike shop to the roofs of the other shops. But only the bike shop is charging them the trespassing. The other shops Eddie. don't really care. <laughs> it's a like a bicycle shop. Mm-hmm. I guess they don't want any business because, like, if I was a kid in that town, I'd be like, I ain't get my bike. I'm gonna go to fucking Walmart. Like, right, right. And they're <laughs> so them. expensive. You, and like ordering online now, I know it's terrible, but ordering online, it's so much cheaper for the exact same thing. So it's hard <laughs> yeah. to, like, I like supporting small businesses, 
not that hard. one it's not that one <laughs> but it's hard when it's uh double the price to go there for the exact same thing it's really hard to justify in this economy <laughs> yeah oh, well, with our with our incomes <laughs> like yeah they the, the, yeah, there's a comic book store in Benicia that I really like. It's like women owned and really cool. And like go there um, when I used to live, Leo we used to go there pretty regularly. Like on the Pokemon community days, we'd go to Benicia, catch Pokemon, then swing by. And um, I always take my friends there and they would like buy books, but I can't really afford to buy books there. So like, because uh, their stuff is like marked up way more than I, I could handle. And um and most of my graphic novels are gifted to me or I use my Amazon points to get them anyways. But um, yeah, I always, I'd go in and like feel bad, but I felt good like bringing business that everyone I know would always buy something there. And, you know, that's good. Yeah. I mean, it's understandable. I try, like, I like buying off of like from friends, like things that they make, like if you're actually making things and that's different because that's not the same thing you're going to get. Yeah. The exact same item. <laughs> yeah um, oh. or like natural like there's a place here that makes their own soaps and stuff and I like to go there because they don't have any preservatives or anything in them and I know exactly what the ingredients are <laughs> yeah that's nice I can only use Cetaphil to like um on my body that's it and then I make my own hand like hand soap that I put in the pump um just using Castile soap and like water mm-hmm. but but that's just for my hands and um Let's like it. I've been using Cetaphil since I was like 20. And if they ever go away, I don't know how to use because I haven't found anything my skin tolerates besides uh, that. Uh, Johnson and Johnson just bought out the company I could use for my shampoo and conditioner. So now I'm trying to find a new one because they're changing the formula. Oh no, that's rude. <sighs> yeah, it was so, all natural and it won't be anymore. Speaking of people making stuff. Hey, what, you make how's things. It? I know I make stuff. What's going on with my gift? Like I they... know. <laughs> I don't even know what it is, but I'm like, what is it? I just actually bugged him yesterday about it because uh, he posted something new that he made, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, "Dude, you gotta that orders come first, y'all." <laughs> uh, yeah, and we were doing we were doing partial trade, and then I paid for the rest of it, so I haven't sent their stuff out because mine's not done yet. Yeah. that's funny I was like okay um and I ordered two things from him and I ordered one for me and one for you and they kind of go together are we gonna be matching we're gonna be there's not wearable but we'll be matching (laughs) (laughs) um but I'm like even if you like just I don't know I don't know. I, I get that he's doing it by hand and that it takes time and you have to be inspired, but come on. Yeah. Well, I, I, so I make things and I sell things. And when somebody orders something from me, that becomes the priority. That's where my dopamine is. And I feel like, I don't know if it's just, I have like a really strong work ethic or whatever, but like, it, it doesn't matter if I don't even feel like doing it. As soon as like someone asks me for something, I got to do it. It's like, I know. you know, so I don't, I don't understand the putting off something that you've, you've already made an agreement to make. It's just not. Unless he had other things already lined up that he was making, because they are commissioned things that he's still making. So yeah. it's possible that I'm just, just backlogged. Yeah. yeah. But he could he... communicate that. Exactly. Words. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bug him again today. Yeah. You're like, hey, hey, 
Yeah, I'm like, I'm waiting to find out about my furnace because it, it left my RV on Thursday and I still haven't heard from the RV tech about when he's bringing it back. And I'm like, luckily hey. it hasn't been a freezing cold winter, but <laughs> yeah, well, it was freezing a couple of weeks ago. So thankfully it's, it's been getting down to like the low forties, but you know, I, it's still um, cold. That's yeah. And I don't like using a, an area heater all the time. I like to use area heater sort of supplement the furnace um and they use I'm, a lot more power yeah since i'm well it's what it's not even because the house i'm a, that i'm plugged into has like uh solar and stuff i'm just um just worried about safety mm. you know like just because i'm on a yeah because i'm on a 15 amp circuit so i'm like running everything you know i have to be really careful I always make sure i turn off the heater before i do like make coffee or use a microwave or you know that kind of thing it's like a whole thing. I would love to have a proper hookup because a proper hookup for my RV is a 50 amp. And I, I, I would never use that much power, like, you know, but that's like a whole, and it, I was like looking it up in most pl places. It's like 200 bucks to get it set up, which would be totally worth it. But like, it's California. I, I'd probably have to get permits. It's not. Oh, to yeah. 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 There's, it, it would be like thousands of dollars to, to do that. So I saw someone selling a plot of land in California. It has, they were calling it two dwellings on the property. One of them was a motorhome, <laughs> like a <laughs> legit motorhome. Um, but they're like, this one's a studio. And I'm like, that's not, that's a motorhome. It's not a studio. <laughs> and then it had like a tiny home on it, which is two bedroom. And it said it has room for 12 more tiny homes. And it's like the small plot of land. I'm like, you're just going to plop a bunch of tiny homes on it. Yeah, and depending on, it was already zoned, or they already had gotten the approval from the city to do it wherever it was at. Okay, because like most places don't allow for things to be that congested, so that's why I was like, I wonder where where is located that they were allowing for that. It was like an acre and a half, I think. So if you, if they were very tiny homes, you could have space. Around them. Yeah. I don't like, I wouldn't want to live in a tiny, tiny home, like a small home. Yes. But like a tiny home is like, that's a vacation spot. You don't like, you stop there for like a week and then you're like, all right, I'm going to go stretch my legs now. I feel like I could do, it would still need to be bigger than some of these tiny homes, but I could do like a loft bed at the top and then have like the living space underneath. Um, and if it was just me, and have that space that I could be in, but I'd still want like a, what do they call them? A she shed. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. I like crafts. I could be in a space. that's about the size of the RV, especially if it had like a loft, but like, um, I mean, literally like almost everything that's in here is like crafting related. That's what's taking up all the space, but I also have all that shit in storage. So, you know, it's only, the crafting stuff is prioritized for taking up space. So I, yeah. uh, you know, I, I would definitely have to have like a, a work shed um, so that I could go in there and do stuff and it would need to be insulated and mm -hmm. have speakers in it. And <laughs> my mom's doing that right now. She's uh, so she has a shed already there, um, like on concrete and it has power and everything. Um, she's getting a, uh, bathroom put in and making it in and insulating it and making it into a little a little tiny tiny home 
Uh, nice to rent <laughs> out in California. <laughs> well, uh, money in it here. So yeah, she, I think she rents out rooms for over a thousand a month yeah. in her house. And I'm like, that's just crazy. Yeah. So when I, I was, I, when I was, when I was a landlord, I was renting out rooms for about like 800 a month. This was like years ago in the city of Richmond, which is like very low like income area and um I was asking under market because I didn't feel good charging market prices and yeah. um it yeah like most places it's it's more like if I wanted to rent a room somewhere I would be paying like 1500 easily just you know plus utilities and everything and mm -hmm. that's like you know my income 1600 a month so. Yeah, I charge 500 for a room and then he can also work off some of it by doing yard work. Nice. <laughs> pretty that's a pretty good deal. Uh but my whole basement uh renting that out I was going to charge 1100 but it's a two bedroom with a kitchen and a bathroom and it's yeah. its own has its own entrance and everything. Dude, and, like yeah. I've thought about that I'm like if shit hit the fan here I would just be like, I'm just going to go take over your basement and I will find a way to be able to pay for it. <laughs> you can do yard work. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, you know, I can learn, learn how to garden in Minnesota. <laughs> uh, I've been thinking about, so actually I made a plan for cottage law here. You can uh, make food items without having a convent like having them come in and check your kitchen and everything and like making sure oh yeah without California has that too yeah. and you can you can make over 75 or was it 72,000 a year and still be under the cottage law so I was thinking of doing that and making pickles cotton candy and um and popcorn nice and so I I tested out some of the popcorns and then I learned how to make my own flavors of cotton candy um and it's really simple and fun <laughs> and i i can sell pickles can you can you make the cotton candy be shaped like teddy bears or something so like you know people get that like that to practice that where they go after the cute you know because mm -hmm. people are funny about that and then they can eat the head of the teddy bear <laughs> i was looking how to make cakes like can't cotton candy cakes but i will I'll try to figure out how to make faces. <laughs> the first few will be terrible. <laughs> yeah. Those will be the best ones. Those will be the Halloween ones. Perfect. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I have the, because I have the big cotton candy machine. It's like, and then I have the big popcorn machine. Now I have a snow cone machine, but I can't really mail that out. So yeah. <laughs> What what's the the cleaning process for a cotton candy machine? Mine comes all apart, and I can just clean it in the sink, and um, I just dry it really well. I mean, it's stainless, so it doesn't rust. But I still worry about that, so I just dry it really good after I clean it, and just leave them out, all the pieces out, and then put them back together. Um, I make the kids clean it anytime they use it because it gets really sticky if you don't <laughs> yeah I can imagine the buildup would be yeah <laughs> it'd uh, be w worse than pee in a composting toilet <laughs> oh my gosh I'm sure that's terrible <laughs> yeah, the, the like I've been reading I haven't had issues yet but the crystallization apparently is an issue like it builds up but I like spritz with stuff so I'm 
I, I think yeah. that's supposed to help keep it from building up. You also dump yours pretty frequently. So yeah. Yeah. Well, I pee a lot. So, you know, <laughs> all the, all that water I drink, I just like, I'm like, I filled it up again. God. <laughs> but, oh, I learned you can actually put Skittles and other candies in the cotton candy machine and it'll make cotton candy out of the Skittles. Really? So it like melts it down and, mm-hmm. and then you get like a rainbow of flavors. Yeah. It's probably all brown. If you, <laughs> I'll separate out the Skittles and do like one flavor at a time. <laughs> I once try, I'm, I'm not a big candy person. Um, and, uh, I'm very particular about what colors I like and I like to organize everything and, and, and make sure I know how many I have of things before I eat them because I'm fucking autistic. And, um, but I tried once eating one of every flavor of Skittles all at one time. And it was, it was a lot. It was like, I was sitting there like chewing it, just kind of like drooling because I was just like, it's so sweet and just like, just so much so I'm kind of imagining cotton candy tastes like that probably I mean cotton candy in general is really sweet so yeah I don't <laughs> I don't figure. actually like cotton candy or popcorn I I, I, I like, like pickles popcorn. but I can't eat them I, until I'm you gonna, make me some that I I'm can. gonna try so actually for you it's probably this way I'm gonna try <laughs> I, I'm up here oh you're up there <laughs> yeah. hello I'm tiny I don't like to see myself so I make it tiny uh, I'm going to try to make several different types of pickles, including um, MCAS safe pickles. Are you yeah. are you going to grow your own um, cucumbers? So no. I'm going to make a ton of pickles next summer. So this is going to be a next summer thing. I'm not buying cucumbers because they grow like crazy here if you plant them. Yeah. But all along my fence, I'm going to plant uh, cucumbers and just have at it from there i'm also going to grow dill and peppers you can start those inside before winter's over and then move them outside and then so i think those are the things i'm going to grow or i'm going to research some other things i could put in with them but so i can make spicy ones dill not dill (laughs) mcas and mcas vinegar free i I was reading about um just speaking of mcas because my brain went there um uh probiotics that are um not histamine activating probiotics so mm-hmm. eventually after i get my surgery and all that i want to try those um what do they use for them they just uh test the bacteria to see whether or not they trigger like or, or release histamines or whatever so it's just they literally just use bacteria that don't don't cause a higher okay. level of histamine so it's it's I'm kind of curious about it because there's a lot of things that we don't really know about like gut flora and like long-term stuff. And I, you know, I know like if you take the same bacteria over and over and over and over again, and you don't eat like enough diverse sources of fiber, your bacteria will be super limited to what you're putting in there. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the other bacteria that are being sustained by whatever you're eating, you know, like what you eat still matters so much more than, than whatever probiotic you're taking. Right. And then like, you have to feed the bacteria. You have to eat foods that are going to, because <gasps> this feeds it. <laughs> so it won't. Yeah. So like, you know, the bacteria will just starve and die off if you don't eat the right foods. And I don't think there's like enough conversation around that. People think that like taking the probiotics is kind of like a fix. I'm like, but you need to yeah. also, you know, eat they some have- shred- shredded wheat or mm-hmm. eat some like oatmeal or like 
whatever get you know some spinach like yeah and if you can um if, for people who can have vinegar apple cider vinegar is really good for feeding the the probiotics yeah as long as you can tolerate it and yeah. your insides are not I've read like people that are like, oh, I have really bad reflux and people come in and say, take apple cider vinegar. I'm like, if you have really bad reflux, you're going to burn your shit with that. Like, do not. Like if your reflux is relatively well controlled and your insides are not burnt, then you could try Mm -hmm. it and see if it helps. But, you know. Uh, What's helped with me, which I hate doing, which I think, so they make these like things that are supposed to be for alcohol shots that you put it in there and then you like drink something else with it and you really just taste the last flavor that comes through. So I'm thinking of getting one of those for this, but when I have really bad reflux, if I drink, um, baking soda and water, but it's so hard to get down. Yeah. (laughs) But I think if I do it that way and I don't taste it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, um, mineral water has sodium bicarbonate in it. And if you can just sip on mineral water, you can mm-hmm. get the baking soda in there the same way and not okay. have, not have, uh, yeah, not, be, not have PTSD from drinking. <laughs> yeah. And it's a little more gentle. Cause you know, like you do when you do the, the sodium, bar- the baking soda, like you just drink it. It's like, you can get all the weird burps and, and stuff like that. And mineral so water is like way better in general for that. Okay. I'll drink mineral. mineral water. <laughs> just don't tell Jordan. because according to jordan i don't drink water (laughs) mineral water doesn't count it's it's fizzy super i got i got some at costco and i don't like i don't really have reflux but i was having all that burning from my gallbladder so um just drinking regular water which i do all the time and then drinking a little bit of that like helps a little bit I don't tell Jordan that I have a five gallon water thing right next to my bed because (laughs) you just want to give him something to like worry over you about. Oh, Jordan also wanted to know if we could do an episode all together. I don't see why not. Where I tell you both a story. (laughs) I have one I'm writing right now. We got it. We got it. We got to meet, you know, I got to meet the Jordan, you know, know, I know (laughs) Jordan, the Jordan, (laughs) (laughs) but Jordan's never seen star wars star trek or lord of the rings it's interesting yeah i i don't like lord of the rings sorry but i don't that's so, okay but you've you seen know. it yeah well i haven't seen all of them i i just couldn't I, I i saw the first two and i just couldn't i couldn't do anymore uh star wars not a huge i like the stories in star wars mm-hmm. don't particularly like the movies i like the first i like the movies i like the shows more than the movies I haven't watched any of those, but I don't have Disney, so um, yeah. I, I would I would watch mine. them. I'll send you my my login information, and then um, but Star Trek, that's where I'm at. Star Trek's like my comfort show. Like I like one of the times that I had a really bad flare up with what I now know is my fucking gallbladder. I watched all of the Next Generation and just like because I couldn't sleep, I couldn't lay down. I was just like. I was just like Picard is like my grandpa. Okay, Next Generation is my comfort uh, series. Of I love Q. Star Trek. I love Q so much. Yes, I. <laughs> uh, uh, I also love Data. Yeah, also Data, but I think that's the autistic yeah. part of me that loves Data. You know. So I'm watching. I'm rewatching or- the Orville now, which I love that show too. 
um it's kind of like a comedy version of star trek <laughs> so it was seth, seth mcfarlane right? yeah, yeah 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 i haven't Data's watched that it, yet though. but Data's oh, in it. He's funny. Um, I really loved Deep Space Nine. Oh, like I Deep Space Nine I, too. I feel like in terms of like all the, the Star Treks, um, I haven't finished watching Picard, so I can't comment on that, but of all the Star Treks that I've watched, Deep Space Nine had was the most like comprehensive in terms of stories because they got to explore like the cultures mm-hmm. and politics. And so it had like that Babylon 5 vibe to it and i loved babylon five like yeah and similar with the beginning of um of stargate yeah oh I, stargate yeah. i love stargate i love stargate too i love, I love all the, the stargates all the stargates are amazing <laughs> but my favorite is when they're just exploring different worlds yeah um and then it goes into a longer story <laughs> but yeah <laughs> but it, i love um, that yeah, I, I although when I rewatched SG One because I remember the Stargate movie loved it, and then they came out with a Stargate SG One, and I was super excited. I was like, "Yes, we're gonna get to explore like more of this concept." And but the sexism in the beginning, yeah. you know, and they allowed like Carter to like strengthen her character and kind of push back on all that, and eventually they dropped the sexism. But in the first like season or so, it was just really cringe. It's just like oh. it is. It didn't and forced. Well. It feels forced too. It doesn't even feel like a natural sexism. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just. Uh, uh, but yeah, it, it's still worth watching and like all the different cultures that they visit mm-hmm. and this like this concept of like and then like the story with um you know like Thor and the Asgard and like was so yes. sad. Yes. So sad. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> Now I have to go rewatch those. <laughs> I'm almost done with This Is Us. I've been watching it very, oh. like I watched like an episode a day. So, dude, I watched that show in like eight days. <laughs> the entire thing, I just like because I was so sick and I yeah. couldn't like. I just like plowed through it. It didn't make me cry though. Just, just oh, I cry too much. <laughs> yeah, you. I don't like. I don't know if that means you should watch Six Feet Under or not because Six Feet Under, like absolutely destroys me like at the end like every time it's like the best yeah s- series finale I've ever watched like I've started it a couple of times and I don't know why I didn't finish it but I do need to watch I I'll cry it's okay yeah <laughs> it's like I don't know it's just uh yeah I just finished two different series that are like on PBS or like British masterpiece shows like crime drama and um I don't know like how I act. I just kind of at some point I got into these these uh, crime drama shows and I, I like them if they're well written for American standards, but I'll pretty much watch anything if it's from another country, like because mm-hmm. they're they're usually like just generally better written and stuff like so I two of them this the seasons or the series just ended. So I just finished both of them on the same day and was like, oh, I have to find new ones now. I got. I got kind of excited about a movie that just came out in theaters. Um, I kept seeing a scene from it on TikTok, and I was like, "What the heck? What movie is this?" But I think, oh gosh, what was it called? No, I looked it up. What? Where are you? Uh, history. What did I look up? 
If you looked at my history, it's gallbladder this, gallbladder that, gallbladder. (laughs) I can't stop searching stuff, even though like I have the information. Oh, it's called Poor Things. And Hmm. it's not in the movie theater here because we only have six screens, so we don't play much. (laughs) (laughs) So I have to go somewhere. So maybe when I go out to to Sioux Falls on the 10th, I'll I'll go see it. But what's it about? It's kind of a Frankenstein's monster type concept, but it's more she's so he creates a woman from himself, I think. Uh, And she is trying to figure out how to be human and be in herself and like how to navigate the world. And at first she like her brain isn't really connected to her body. So she's all like awkward. Uh (laughs) Um, But it's it uh it looks really interesting <laughs> did you ever watch um pennywise yes yeah that was good yes that was good yeah uh, um i still need to watch uh i still need to get hbo or max or whatever so i can watch um uh interview with a vampire oh yeah yeah um, i only watched the first episode because that was free <laughs> the tease <laughs> And Dexter, just because you have to. Yeah. I don't know why, but <laughs> I know I haven't. Is that on? Is on? Max I think it's on Max. HBO? I think it's on both. Well, HBO is Max now. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, but there, I think it's still two separate things, though. I don't well because the app combined. Okay, because it said oh. HBO or Max, and I didn't know what that meant. Where do I do on Showtime? Oh, Showtime. I don't have showtime we don't have all these things yeah i'm like i have i have because i people give me access to their stuff so i have access to max i have access to crunchyroll and hulu and netflix and then i i get prime through through my prime thing um and i do pay for five dollars a month for access to the pbs masterpiece because there's just infinite stuff on there so there's one that i want that you'd probably like too do you like documentaries mm, i don't know not i like nature shows there's i don't really like documentary <laughs> like i like stuff about space ah, and dinosaurs they have space so it's all the different things so they have like space nature they have like all the different types of documentaries it's not just true crime <laughs> yeah because i don't care about people that much i know it's yeah. funny because i watch a lot of drama shows but they're fiction i don't mm-hmm. care about like real people very much it's just not yeah i don't this, know this is i forget what it's called but it's like it's it's not a lot um and they get like 30 new 30 hours of a week new content um Hmm. but yeah it's just documentaries and just uh but yeah they have a lot of stuff about space and aliens (laughs) nice i I like um when i one of my other flares that i had that was real bad when i was i got like this rocking chair i was like sleeping in um i watched cosmos like over and over again like with neil degrasse tyson and it was like, I would like, it was really weird because like I would fall asleep and in these short spurts and then like start all awake because of my symptoms. And, um, I would always fall asleep and wake up at the same 
parts of like the episodes so I'd wake up to the weird like slug things coming out of the ceiling like every single time I'd be like what the fuck (laughs) it must be some sort of noise that's waking you up (laughs) yeah (laughs) so weird and sorry for the interruption, but as I mentioned at the beginning, there's a part one and part two, so join us next week when you can hear the rest of this conversation. Thank you again for tuning in.